The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Sports Rage, I am Gabe Marexi, the Pimps, the Blast, the Hustlers, the people of Bustler, and everybody else in between. Let's do this thing. The late night anger management class, the quickest hundred names in sports talk radio. All right, man, time really is uh, flying by here. Um, so keep it locked in on the grid all week uh, long. As we stated, Scotty Farrell is already on, uh, on the scene. Pat McAfee already on the scene. We're going to be rolling in uh, tomorrow, but we'll be setting up shop on Media Row on Wednesday. We will be at the BetMGM Sportsbook at State Farm Stadium tomorrow doing game-time decisions in-game live. And then uh, Wednesday, we'll see you from the convention uh, center. It's going to be a busy, busy week uh, this week. So George Kurtz uh, with us for a couple of more moments. So, George, what are your? Uh, have you decided what are your, what's your final selections for, for the Super Bowl? Final? No, no. There'll be a lot of selections. Yeah, we'll have some fun with the uh, with the Prouds for the Super Bowl. But the ones I'm definitely doing right now, uh, both quarterbacks to throw uh, at least two touchdown passes, so over one and a half there. I'm liking that. Uh, we're playing around with a fun one, Ranieri and I today. How about uh, what position group will score the first touchdown? Running backs, tight ends. Uh, tight ends was plus 310. So give me Kelsey or Goddard to score that first touchdown there. Running backs was plus 175. Uh, I forget what wide receivers were. Uh, the quarterback was only 6-1. to one. You know, I thought it would be a little bit more because I don't think Mahomes is going to be running one in. Hurts certainly has a damn good chance of doing it. But I don't think that Hurts is going to be uh, sneaking any, uh, any in at all. How about the uh, shortest touchdown? Uh, less than two yards? Give me that. Uh, hope for that quarterback sneak or, you know, pass the fierce in the end zone, whatever it might be. Place that ball at the one and score. Uh... And combined interceptions over one and a half. Once again, Ranieri talked me into that, so I, uh, I'll go in for that. We'll see. Uh, I don't love that, mind you, but I'll take a shot on that one as well. Sean Green was on our show. I like the uh, like the uh, shortest touchdown. I've already got that in. The uh, under one and a half 
under one and a half. Um, six of the last seven Super Bowls, 23 to the last 33, 23 and 10. Sean Green brought up an interesting prop today. If I can find it, there's a million of them. But it was Patrick Mahomes' first passing attempt of the game. Over under nine and a half yards. <laughs> I like the uh, he liked the under. And I like the under as well. Mahomes' first pass to the game, I think, will be a quick hit, quick uh, quick drop. Um, I like where he was going with that, actually. I'm trying to find it right now. All right, hold on. We've got the uh, AM radio affiliates. The late night anger man for class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Bradshaw. The pips, the players, the hustlers, the people, the bust them, everybody else in between. Shout out to all of our AM radio fits, including 97.1, the freak, Dallas, Fort Worth in the house. George Kurtz with us just for a couple of more moments. So, uh, George, what's uh, what's your final score uh, for the Super Bowl? Do you have a final score yet um, for Super Bowl 57? What's your final score? What's your prediction here? If not, well, come think, up with one. I think it's going <laughs> under, but just barely under. So I'm going to go to 27-21. And I'm not giving you a team yet. Oh, okay, I, I can live with that. I can live with that. You want to build drama up? You're going to give it on Friday on the show? I, I really want to say Philadelphia, but his Andy Reid thing is screwing with my head. You know, he just doesn't lose. Just, uh, I know he lost the Super Bowl to the uh, last time I get it, but he just doesn't lose with the bye weekend. I'm worried about Hurts. I just need to, I need to hear some good things about Hurts. I need to, someone to tell me, you know, whisper in my ear good things about Jalen Hurts before I go on the Eagles. I think if anything, actually, if you really want to wait, wait and see who wins the MVP and then fade him. The two candidates to win the MVP, I'm talking about the regular season MVP, which is going to be announced on Thursday night, actually. The award show is Thursday. So um, the the two front runners, it's either going to be Mahomes or Hurts. I think it'll end up being Mahomes. But it's Mahomes or Hurts, and the MVP has not won the Super Bowl since 1999 and Kurt Warner. And there's been quite a lot along the way. It's going to be Hurts. It won't be Hurts. Uh, it's going to be Mahomes. It won't be Hurts. He missed those last couple of games. He won't get MVP. Yeah, exactly. So if you want to believe it, if you're looking for some sort of weird trend like that. See, I like that. Now you're helping me, Gabe. See, you give me confidence here. I like Philadelphia again now. <laughs> there's going to be want- some other stat that someone will come up with tomorrow that will make you think, oh, you know, now it's KC again. If you want another one, actually, the last, um, the last six times – that a quarterback led the National Football League in passing yards in a regular season like Mahomes did. He lost in the Super Bowl. And the other one, how about this, if you like Philadelphia? There's a lot of them like that are ugly for Kansas City. This is like a significant one. The last 11 times in the last 11 Super Bowls, the team that averages more yards on offense per game in a regular season is 1-10 straight up and 0-11 against the spread. Kansas City averaged more yards per game than Philadelphia. Thanks, George. Anytime. Everybody enjoy. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Sports Grid Radio Networks. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates, including 97.1 The Freak in Dallas, Texas, where the man that joins us right now just spent a couple of nights in the big uh, D. Countdown to kickoff is on. Rick Saratella has been traveling America, scouting the college of football scene in preparation for the NFL draft, but he got caught up in the weather. In Dallas, Texas, Rick Saratella back on the Jersey Shore. He's probably glad that he is. What's going on, Rick? How you doing? Gabe, what's happening? Shout out to the affiliate, the freak down there in Dallas, baby. I call it six six days of the big D. So you were in California for the NFL PA Bowl, and you were making your way to Alabama uh, for the Senior Bowl, but you got caught up in Dallas. Of course, listen, man, the Pistons got caught up too. The Mavericks and the Pistons game. Uh, was canceled, so you ended up spending a couple of days in Dallas unexpectedly at that. So, in other words, in other words, um, waitresses and bartenders made a couple extra bucks uh, last week with <laughs> Saratella in town. Yeah, and, and no truth to the rumor, Gabe, that I was part of the uh, Kyrie Irving swap. <laughs> well, he facilitated it. You, you didn't know. He didn't have anything to do with uh, negotiating it. That's right. You go there. He ends up. He ends up uh, going there. But as far as the, we'll get to the Super Bowl, but as far as the Senior Bowl is concerned itself, uh, Rick, every Senior Bowl, there's always a quarterback that makes a name for himself and gets drafted sometimes too high. Uh, But people always talk about the combine, but I'm thinking, you know, Christian Ponder, EJ Manuel, uh, Daniel Jones ended up going sixth overall. But, you know, Kellen Mond, even though Kellen Mond has struggled in the NFL, he made himself some money by having a good Senior Bowl a week this year it's Jake Hayner Fresno State quarterback Jake Hayner lit it up his personality was contagious his enthusiasm got everybody fired up in the huddle he showed up he took this like it was the Super Bowl of his life like every every snap every snap in practice in the huddle he just commanded respect all the way through I mean, the 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 kids voted for him, um, voted for him as the leader, and then he was the MVP in a football game. What's your take on Jake Hayner and what he did this week? You know, Gabe, one of the best elements of the All Star Game, specifically the Senior Bowl, that I love. You get all these alpha dogs, all these quarterbacks that've been the best of the best, probably all the way back to middle school, and you say, who who rises amongst the alphas? Who the cream always rises to the top? And to your point. Uh, David Gettleman said, hey, we fell in love with Daniel Jones at the Senior Bowl. 
and Christian Ponder became a first round pick at the senior bowl. Now, Jake Hayner is a guy after this whole Brock Purdy experiment. I mean, we've really got to do our due diligence, don't we? Because he's got some Brock Purdy flavor to him. He's a, he's a gamer. He, 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 he's not scared to, to squeeze the ball into tight windows. He's arrogant, borderline cocky. And yeah, you're right. He, he won the war room. He won the chalk talk. He, he won those uh, speed dash dates, those 15 minute team interviews down there in mobile. Rick Saratella kicking it with us. And, you know, he really did. And just as far as, as you stated, listen, there were some good quarterbacks uh, there. Max Duggan is a guy that played in a national championship uh, game. But Jake Hayner, just his enthusiasm, that can't be, and it's not fake either. It is who he is, as you stated. I think he is kind of arrogant, and he's got that sort of, you know, pure cocky quarterback thing. He's like that, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know what, though? Players like it as well. Right. Like he's players like it. They, you know, you could just tell they want it to be part of like his huddle. Right. And other guys were almost like, man, I wish I was with this guy. And a guy that he really fell in love from the football to was Michael Wilson. Right. The kid out of Stanford. Yeah. I mean, listen, I've seen that he's only ranked like 19th or 20th as far as wide receivers are concerned. But I'll tell you what, kid can catch the football, bro. Hey, it's funny you say that. I was just updating the wide receiver big board as I was waiting to come on air with you, and I slapped the second round grade on this kid. You know, I could see a lot of uh, NFL evaluators kind of overlooking him, much like they did Terry McLaurin. I remember Terry McLaurin down at the Senior Bowl. He was burning cornerbacks so bad, Gabe. Like he would juke them, knock them down, like break their ankles, and then help them off the ground and pat them on the back. Like, okay, kid, here's why I just crushed you and defeated you. Let me give you a piece of advice. Like Terry McLaurin's going to be a coach when he retires. This kid's out of Stanford, probably the same deal. I mean, he's just technically, he can separate the route running the hands, man. He really won me over. And I know there's a little bias. Maybe, maybe the general public doesn't know this, but in the scouting community, you know, the, the scouts always question, you know, how much does he love football? How much does he need football? You know, but this kid, he is the real deal. Rick Saratella kick it with us. What about Hainer's size? For me, listen, they say he's 6'1", 195. I don't really know, whatever. He's not very big, but he gets the job done. And also, he doesn't get hit that much. He's not, that's the thing. He's not a scrambling quarterback. Like, it's not that he can't run, but he doesn't want to run. And he runs only when he has to. And he'll run out of bounds. So, you know, the mobility thing isn't really a big part of his game. But I, you know, I, I'm not saying he's Drew Brees, but that's that's his game, right? That's who he reminds me of. That's, he throws the ball the same way. There's a zip. He's got that same sort of chip on his shoulder. He reminds me of Drew Brees a lot. Yeah, I, I think, you know, when you get to the evaluation stage of, of someone like this, if you like a guy, you're going to find a way to like him. Everything you just said, I agree with. And so when it comes to the size, if you like him, you're going to say, Hey, there's all kinds of quarterbacks. His size are shorter. They're having success. What's the big deal. All that old criteria has been thrown out the window. Now, if you're not a fan of Jay Kaner and you're in the war room, you're going to say, Hey, look at Baker Mayfield. He's actually led the league since he's been in the league. He ha he's had more batted down passes and pass deflections than any quarterback in the league. So if you like a guy, you like a guy. If you don't like a guy, you find That's a way. That's a good comparison, actually, in a sense, as far as Baker is concerned with Jake Hayner. But you know what I mean? Like, Baker is arrogant in the sense that it bothers his teammates. 
They're like, dude, just shut up, right? And it's just sort of but this. First, when 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 he first came in and it was all fresh. Yeah, you're, yeah, was, you're right. Yeah, yeah. He just had thin skin, Baker. He's got thin skin. Got to yeah. win. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean? I'm saying? Hayner's cocky, but it's more of that. Yeah, I want to play with this guy. Like you know what I mean? He sort of you know commands the room. I know all the cliche. I guess like you said, <laughs> every cliche possible. Hayner checks the box type thing, commands the room, notice him when he walks in the room. Uh, teammates, you know what I mean, gravitate toward him, that type I, of stuff. I'll give you another one. Remember Matty Ice coming out of Boston College? They weren't yeah. exactly a powerhouse at the time. And a lot of people say, oh, look at all the interceptions, you know, he's uh, turnover prone. And, like, Hayner's kind of like he's not from that traditional top 25 powerhouse. He had to put the team on his back. Because of that, you look at the the back of the football card, you see all those interceptions, you say, hey, what's going on? But if you watch them, this guy has rallied Fresno State from so many come-from-behind victories. I lost count a long time ago, and I think Matty Ice kind of had a lot of similar traits back in the day. One player that I kept hearing his name throughout the week in Alabama, people talking about just improving his stock and killing it, was South Carolina cornerback Darius Rush. What's your take on Darius Rush and what he did for his stock? Yeah, I think it was a coming out party for him. It was like, hey, remember me with this? I, I, I believe cornerback is one of the deepest positions in this year's draft. So I thought it was a great opportunity for him to go down there, showcase himself, especially in the one-on-one -on -one drills, right? Because I saw the practice film. He was winning out in those one-on-one -on -one reps, and that's where you make your money. That's why the scouts come during the midweek to see those one-on-one -on -one reps. And he was just crushing it all week long, showing that he can play man. He can make the reads and adjustments in zone. So I think, you know, it, it's a deep cornerback class. It's going to be hard for him to sneak into the back end of the first round. It's not out of the realm, but man, he is knocking on that door. Such an important position that doesn't get discussed enough. And look at the Kansas City Chiefs, bro. Bunch of kids that, you know, we were talking about at this time of the year about where they're going to be, uh, where they're going to end up and where they ended up is in the freaking Super Bowl uh, right now. It's yeah. crazy, man. They've got a bunch of rookies in the secondary. We'll see if Rick Saratella thinks the Eagles are going to crush that secondary on the other side. The late night anger management class. This is Sportrade. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Monday Night Meltdown continues. This is Sports Ranch. I am Ramsey, Sirius XM Channel 159. Countdown to kickoff is on. And in fact, tomorrow night, we will be kicking it live from Glendale, Arizona, Super Bowl 57. Rick Saratella in the house. And Rick uh, does, uh, does a show out of Atlantic City with a bunch of Eagle guys. It's like Eagle Talk 24-7 at Jacob Media. They do a great job covering the Eagles. But it is Eagle Talk all the time. So I look forward to your opinion on this football game but you were uh, at the nfl pa uh bowl last week in los angeles what were your takeaways who are the standouts what what should we know as far as the nfl pa bowl was concerned yeah the 11th annual nfl pa collegiate bowl thanks for plugging that gabe we were out in pasadena the historic rose bowl i'll, I'll just run down a couple of players we had malik cunningham out of louisville he was also in the senior bowl and uh, Keelan Hollywood, I call him Hollywood. Uh, Keelan Harris out of Oklahoma Baptist. Remember that name? He's going to get himself drafted after the week he had in Pasadena. Also, Joey Fisher out of Shepard. We saw Tyson Badgen, who deserves a mention at, at, from the Senior Bowl. His his left tackle, Joey Fisher, he goes out, he breaks his hand in the NFL PA Bowl, then he gets invited to the Senior Bowl and goes down there and rips it up. So, a couple names to keep an eye on. Marte Mapu from uh, Sacramento State, he also got the senior ball, senior ball call up. And then Kedron Smith out of Kentucky, who who also promoted to the senior ball. I had a chance to uh, catch up with his family after the NFL PA ball. They were so grateful for the opportunity because it is a first class operation, the most diverse all star game on the circuit and all 32 teams very well represented. We know how important the combine is, but tell tell the people listening, Rick how critical these these all-star games are and why NFL teams like them so much is because it's an actual real week, right? They see how coachable a player is for real. Not just, you know, at the Combine, everybody's looks good. They're in shorts. Man, that guy's fast, all right? They're catching a couple of footballs. Here, they're matching up the practices. It's the, all about the practices, isn't it? Not so much about the game. How do they practice through the week? The one-on-one drills, the battles in camp. How do they, you know, how do they handle adversity throughout the week? You really get to learn a hell of a lot more about a player in a game setting through the week than just at a combine. Well, you're not wrong, Gabe. And I don't want to stand up here on your platform and be an advocate that the practices weigh so much more than the game because there is an alarming concern of players sitting out of games. We had we saw like 20 guys sit out of the senior bowl. Uh, East West Shrine NFL. So they'll show up and practice, but they don't want to play in the game. Correct. And and NFL evaluators are taking note of that. To your point, Jake Hayner, he played, he won the MVP. He wanted to compete. I think it goes a long ways, but a lot of the agents are advising players not to participate in the games, and it's really a worrisome situation. I've never I've never seen anything like it. I think the whole landscape is going to get turned up upside down. Quite frankly, that's maybe a conversation we could have next week because I know we got to sneak in some Super Bowl chatter. But you like that tease? We'll we'll talk about it next week. <laughs> yeah, a lot lot to break down. We'll talk about it next week too. We got to get into the uh, XFL. XFL is getting oh, ready for kickoff. 
Buckle up. I got a lot of leaked sources, a lot of news happening there as well. So we'll be on that. We'll be on the USFL all season long. Hey, 52 weeks a year, we break it down over here. And, of course, CFL uh, football around the corner. Um, as, as Rick stated, year-round uh, football now. The Arena League's going to be coming back, too. So yeah. as far as the Super Bowl is concerned, I don't know if you saw, so uh, Ayuk of the uh, the 49ers, it's basically, no, I get it. The, the 49ers are frustrated. They didn't have a quarterback in the game. And he basically stated that we were going to be able to expose them. We didn't have a quarterback. And I think Kansas City is going to expose them. He said, I don't think their defense is as good as everybody thinks it is. Then he went on to say, I'm, I can't bet on the game. It was pretty funny. He goes, I can't bet on this game. But he goes, hypothetically, if I could, I would take all the money that I had and put it on the Kansas City Chiefs. That's what he said. What do you think about, what, what's your take on the Super Bowl? Um, Rick Saratella. Gabe, I know you remember the I Love Lucy scene when they're in the, stomping the grapes and they get into the, the, the fight and Lucy gets all mad and they get into the fight. Like It's it's just sour grapes at this point, right? I mean. <laughs> Brandon Ayuk, it's just bitter. <laughs> I mean, you know, Ayuk got beat up in the, in the, he got squashed in the grapes. And so I think the Eagles defense is for real. I mean, James Bradbury and, and Darius Slay, I think in terms of a one, two combination is as good as it gets around the league, but the game is one in the trenches. And, you know, I had, I had a very uh, interesting conversation, as a matter of fact, that at the NFL PA Bowl, we talked about the Eagles and, and, and the 49ers matchup. And I said, dude, by the fourth quarter, like the Eagles are just throwing bodies at you. And again, I'll rattle off the names like Brandon Graham, Josh Sweat, Robert Quinn, Hassan Reddick. That's on the edge. Then you get on the interior and you got guys like Sue and Linville Joseph and Jordan Davis and Javon Hargrave and Milton. I mean, it's just by the, by the fourth quarter, they're throwing so many fresh bodies at you. And I think it's going to be hard. Patrick Mahomes doesn't have the weapons like the Eagles do. I mean, Jalen hurts can toss it up to Devonta Smith. They could play jump ball with AJ Brown dollars, Dallas Goddard's a huge catch radius. And Oh, by the way, going back to the trenches, they do have the best offensive line in football. And I think that goes a long ways. Rick Saratella throwing it down with us. We were talking earlier, Rick, about the the Kansas City secondary. It's unbelievable. So, like, a kid like Joshua Williams in here making plays, right? I mean, goes to show, though, you don't have to be a big-time a big time name, just so, as we were just talking about. He was a guy we had out at the NFL PA Bowl a few years back. Yeah, and now he's, like, he's the best one now. Like, they're like, oh, we need Javert Sneed, right? Like, everybody else, everybody else is a kid. But talking about a kid that played at Fayetteville State University, and now he's going to be starting uh, in a Super Bowl. I agree. Listen, that Eagles depth is un- unbelievable. But you know, in a one-game setting, it's a little bit different. Kansas City's, Kansas City's D-line did a great job against Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati's O-line is not Philadelphia's O-line, but I thought that San Francisco had success against Philadelphia's O-line. What do you think about Frank Clark and Chris Jones? And will will they get to Jalen Hurts? And the big questions, let me ask you too, a lot about the, 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 the linemen, but you guys are talking to Eagle people every day. You got Eagle players on, former Eagle players and all that. How, how injured is Jalen Hurts? I don't think his shoulder, I don't think he looked very good throwing the football against that looks like he's kind of a shot put 
wasn't really throwing it. The accuracy wasn't there. We know he's got a strong arm. Balls were kind of getting caught up in the air and floating a little bit, Rick. Yeah. What about Jalen Hurts' health? So much talk about Mahomes as an ankle, but what about Jalen throwing the football? What do you hear? No, I think it's valid, and I, I don't think either quarterback looked good, quite frankly, there. And so I'm leaning towards the under for whatever that's worth. But I think, you know, the interesting dynamic, I've talked about it all season long, the Eagles offense being a chameleon. I know Brian Baldinger was talking about it as well on NFL Network. Like, when you have a dynamic in that backfield, though, we talked about all the passing targets, but let's not – forget uh, Kenneth Gainwell has kind of been the main back here. And Miles Sanders was a thousand yard back. Boston Scott is also in the fold. And then Jalen hurts is going to probably run it at least half a dozen to a dozen times himself. So when you got four options in the backfield, again, I think it, it, the Eagles tend to defer. And if they can come out, stop Kansas city's offense, make a statement and get the ball back to start the second half. I like their chances because they're going to kill the clock. They can beat you a, a bunch of different ways. And Jalen Hurts does not turn the ball over. I think that's the X factor is Patrick Mahomes will take chances down the field. He'll throw an interception. Jalen Hurts will not. And also, I will say where it makes it interesting, what a coaching storyline. I mean, Andy Reid against his old team. I give the Chiefs the edge there. Spagnolo, to your point with Jones and Clark, you saw him stomp out Brady. Spags has done it before. I give the Chiefs the coaching advantage, and I think that goes a long way in the big dance. That's why it's a coin toss affair. It's a field goal type of talk. And, and let's not forget, we got to see how the refs call it because that might come into play as well. Rick Saratella kicking it with us. Rick, what uh, what what are what are your colleagues on Jacob Meteor? Is anybody picking? Is everybody all Philadelphia going to roll them? Does anybody think KC is going to win the game? What what's the predictions from uh, from your colleagues from no, Atlantic I, City? Yeah, in Philly, it's it, it's the the underdog has become the favorite, right? And so, I mean, the the media, the fans, everybody has bought in. There's already being parties planned down in Broad Street of Philadelphia. They're greasing up the polls. They're getting ready. Uh, I mean, you're not going to find anybody <laughs> in a in, in a 200 mile radius uh, picking the red. I, I'm going to go for whatever it's worth. I'm going to go, you know, 20, 27, 23 type of thing. Uh, 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 Eagles. The 27, 23 Eagles. That would stay under by half a point only, Rick. It's 50 and a half the total. Yes. <laughs> for the record. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that's pretty, pretty, pretty close uh, to this. You're saying 27, 23 Eagles. Rick Saratella, NFL uh, draft, a Bible. SI.com. So, Rick, it's unbelievable how quickly the season is gone. The, the, the draft is going to be here um, before we know it in Kansas City, actually. Speaking of Kansas City, draft is going to be in Kansas City. Next year, the draft is in Detroit. It's going to be pretty cool. That's what I like about Gabriel Morenzi. He's always looking ahead. But, yeah, 79 days away from Kansas City. Yeah, I already know. Yeah, yeah. Don't ask me where the draft is after that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think they've announced it yet. So, don't, don't. <laughs> no, I, know, I love it. I know the Super Bowl's in Vegas next year. I don't know where it is after that. There's uh, Rick Saratella uh, with us. Rick, it's always a pleasure. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us. Always a pleasure, man. Love chopping it up with you.
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. I've always loved the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, they're good, but I wouldn't cut out the Denver Broncos. Yeah, I hear that President Clinton is going to be watching with his wife, Hillary. The Late Night Anger Management Class is his portrait. Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius XM, Channel 159. Shout out to everybody tuning in in SoCal. The Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Thanks to Rick Saratella for kicking it with us. Countdown to kickoff uh, is on. And uh, my mind just keeps going and going and going. I'm going to be upset that the NFL season is over. But at the same point in time, my head's about to explode with all these props, picks, interviews, and everything else. Like, honestly... Like if you know, I like to see like how many thoughts like you know pop popping in and out. I'm like, oh, I got to interview this guy. I got to meet this guy on Thursday. I got to do this on Wednesday. I got to do this. I got to get this bet in. Oh, should I bet this? How much should I should put? Should I put more on there? Should I bet the over right now? <laughs> I'm asking myself a lot of questions. Should I, you know, do this? Do that? I'm actually seeing an overhead shot uh, of the stadium, and like all NFL stadiums, it looks like it's in the middle of nowhere. That's just great. <laughs> That's just great. I said, we'll be in the middle of nowhere. Um, actually, you know what? It's not that bad by all things, all by all, all things considering. I think it'll take us about 25 minutes or so, 20 to 30 minutes to get to the stadium daily. And then back and forth. All right, so a story that we haven't gotten to yet, and we'll get back to a couple of Super Bowl props. A story that we haven't gotten to yet. Controversy. Who would have ever imagined it would be controversy in Europe uh, as far as uh, football is concerned and soccer is concerned? Manchester City have been charged by the Premier League over breaking financial rules over the past decade. The Premier League confirmed that a number of alleged breaches between the 2009 and 2000. 
18 seasons have been referred to an independent commission with the conclusion of a four after the conclusion uh, of a four-year investigation. Actually, says with the conclusion of a four-year, but I think after it would have made more sense. The commission will be held in private and can impose open-ended sanctions, which include fines, point deductions, and even relegation from the Premier League. They have been charged with over 100 breaches of rules that were required, uh, violated Premier League standards. They also... Um, a failure to provide accurate financial information that gives a true and fair view of the club's financial position. They've been accused of a lot of overpayment and sort of under-the-table deals. Matthias, what do you think is going to happen from this? How much of an impact does it have? And for the record... Arsenal, they were 140. Remember, I put the play in during the Australian Open just two weeks ago. So I I took Arsenal to win the EPL at minus 140. They are currently minus 163. So there hasn't been a massive overreaction, according to the odds makers, with this news. Probably thinking that the sanctions wouldn't kick in until next year. They're not just going to boot them from the EPL next week, bro, right? So what what do you think happens here? Gabe, I think that this goes into next year. I think nothing happens this year. And once the ruling comes out, they will be punished next season and maybe not be able to go to certain tournaments that they would qualify to if they weren't getting in trouble. So at the end of the day, they will be punished, but it's not going to affect them right now. So your bet is still in play with Arsenal and it's looking good. Yeah, but it's not looking great. That's the whole thing. Some people think, oh, it's a slam dunk now. The only thing I would say, actually, for Man City is they've got big problems now. They've got massive problems. So as far as, like I said, as far as the standings now, like, you know, it's one of these deals. You want to punish the players that are on the team now for past violations, but you know they're up to stuff now as well. So they always have been. It is what it is. That's, you know, that's how do you think they built themselves up so quickly like this? Um, to turn themselves into the power that they have been. But I tell you what, all right, um, I tell you what, if there is, like, all kinds of sanctions around them and just, like, if their lives are made miserable, players are not going to want to play for them. Like, that's just what it's going to come down to. They're going to say, man, I don't want to play for you. You guys, are, you're under sanctions. You're under this. You're under that. Like, but I don't think... I don't know. You know what? I think they're pretty upset for real, actually, Matthias, to be honest. So I think I think the Premier League's actually going to go pretty hard at them. <laughs> like, I think they're going to go pretty hard at them. Um, they don't like, like, basically, just imagine if there's, you know, a complete mockery of a salary cap, right? Like, they're, they basically have not told the truth about a lot of things. I like what the report says that over 100 breaches <laughs> that they violated that they you know there's over 100 items 100 issues like type of things 100 breaches of conduct over 100 it says over 100 breaches of conduct or <laughs> it's a lot it's a lot of breaches um well Gabe you know what the other thing is you might be right about this. It might be kind of bad because this isn't the first time this has actually happened to them. This also happened to them in 2020, but it got overturned. 
Yeah, yeah, the uh, in they had a two-year suspension from UEFA. That's the thing. And they went to court and they overturned it. But it's not good, Matthias, if your your entire team is basically going to court to try to get into tournaments now. You know what I mean? This is what it's come to. Like, and, you know, the number one thing is if you, you, you know, you see here, Manchester City have refused to cooperate at all times. Like, so it's not like, oh, no, no, listen, it's a mistake. And, you know, no, no, look at the book. And no, no, this is not true. We really didn't pay him. Like, look at this. It's, you know, it's all, it's not true. They don't cooperate. So, I don't know. I don't want to say, you know, you're not cooperating. You're pretty much admitting guilt. But you know that's the scene. They're not cooperating because they think nothing's going to happen to them. And how much money is they have they made anyways, right? And their fans won't get mad, Matthias, because... They're just going to be like victims. They're going to think the league is screwing with them and the world hates them. I guarantee you, what is what are Man City fans going to say? Everybody does it. Why are you picking on us? You know that's what they're going to say. So they, they don't really have any reason not to do it, like in a way, unless the Premier League really, 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 really goes after them. No, it's fun stuff, Gabe. And you know some of the funny stuff that goes around is what the coaches – uh, are saying, you know, opposing coaches when they get asked the questions about th- their spending, and then you hear Klopp goes, you know, I'm, I won't see anything without, you know, without my lawyer being present, and, and then Guardiola says, hey, that's not my business, that's their business. So there's so many different uh, opinions when it comes to this right now, and especially with the coaches that uh, that that wish that their club spent as much as, as that much money. Yeah, but also I think there's a lot of coaches, Matthias, that also no, I'm not going to say anything because you know my owners like doing this or that. There's, there, you know what? I, it's all sports. It is. It is what it is. But this is this is a problem with European soccer and some of the powers. They become so big that it, they're sort of like the the Wall Street, like you know what I mean, the old too big to fail. It's like, yeah, you know what? You know, what I mean, it's almost like you know all these politicians now. It's like, yeah, you know what? He would be charged. We would put him in jail, but he's running for office. Or he's already this. Or he's already, you know what I mean? And it's sort of like a rich and powerful thing, just sort of getting away with everything all the time. But that's almost the deal, that they know, number one, they made all this money. They become a power. They know their fans won't turn on them. And they also know that basically they're going to get away with it. Right? Like, what happened to the Houston Astros? Nothing. What was their punishment? Like, there was no punishment. Manfred said, oh, the players won't get punished as long as they tell us what happened. Well, we already know what happened. We didn't need them, like, to tell us what happened. We know what happened. Like, Like, they didn't get punished. Right? There was no punishment. So, they were encouraged to do it. I can't help but think of, like, Juventus. And uh, there's, it's in the... um, you know what's the uh, I talked about the documentaries before. There's a like there's like a bunch of documentaries on match fixing and like corruption in sports. Like each different like sport had one, whatever the hell it was called, the game, the cheating game, whatever. I, I can remember, but one of the episodes it was pretty good. Like one of them was on the um, one of them was on the Arizona State, the Arizona State match fixing basketball from years ago. You know, one of them was a horse racing deal. But one of them was about Juventus and what they did in the Italian league. And like I said, man, like they basically thought, like, we're like the Vatican. They're not going to mess with us, 
right? Like, even if they catch us, they're not going to do anything because we're Juventus. We have too many fans. We have too many connections. We're too powerful, and it's going to upset too many people. And so you figure, all right, we'll push it. And if you're Man City, we all know they've been pushing it, but we also know there's no way in hell they're the only ones that does this stuff. You know, very, very similar to the, to the Houston Astros. Right? Like, you know, it's like, yeah, all right, the Astros were cheating. I don't know, I'm not disputing. I'm a Dodger fan. But whatever. That was the one, that was one scandal that I never really went crazy about, even though they beat, even though they beat the Los Angeles Dodgers. How ridiculously stupid do you have to be not to realize what they were doing? You know what I mean? Like, if, if you didn't realize they were banging garbage cans throughout the season, then, you know, you deserve it. That's the way I look at it. And I also know that's not what happened. I also know that basically every other team in baseball is cheating. And not, you know, cheating's a strong word, but they're all up to stuff. And more than all, they're stealing signs. Like, guys, every team, every team. Right, like every team. Basically, what teams will do is they'll basically have just so so called fans. So they'll have people all over the stadium. Right? So every team will do it. So you for all you know, guys, the guy sitting next to you, right? Sort of like an air marshal. You never know who the air marshal is. So like the guy sitting next to you in the stand somewhere really could be somebody whose job is solely to just stare. Just stare at the third baseman or just stare at the third base coach and just, you know, figure things out, right? The Blue Jays have been accused of this, like, of, like, having guys on phones where they'll have guys in the stand. So guys in center field on a phone with binoculars and stuff will be stealing the sign from the, the catcher. It's easy to see. You don't have to, you know, you know what I mean? They're not, you can't hide it. You see it. So yeah, they, they see the signs. And they'll just be on the phone. They'll figure it out. They'll be like, listen, three is the slider, and this is that. And they'll actually start calling it in. And there's all kinds of, you know, the whole the camera stuff. Look, the Red Sox a couple of years ago, they got caught. Remember, that one was like, that one, same thing. It's like, it is what it is. They're all going to do it. But remember, we talked about it. They got caught with their eye watches. They basically realized that they could send messages to each other on the watch. So they they were using the watches in games to seal signs. <laughs> hey, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. This is Sports Rage. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. 
the crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Quick as Hunter Amos at Sports Talk Radio coming to a close here this evening. So some of the props that we put in uh, tonight, we played Devontae Smith over four and a half receptions. Devontae Smith over four and a half receptions. We played Travis Kelsey over six and a half receptions. We already we put in the uh, we put the touchdown bet in under one and a half, so long shortest touchdown of the game over under one and a half yards. I do believe there'll be a touchdown from the goal line. Six of the last seven Super Bowls, there's been a touchdown from the goal line from the one yard line. Uh, twenty three of the last thirty three actually, it's a pretty strong number. Twenty three and ten, last thirty three Super Bowls. So we're gonna be pulling the trigger on that. We already did. But we wanted to get this uh, Devontae Smith in. Listen, it was minus 155. Devontae Smith over four and a half receptions, minus 155. I figured I'd get it in now. I'm expecting this to hit five and a half. It'll go to five and a half, plus 110, plus 120. That's what it was in the last game. Like I said, these numbers are really going to start to shuffle and move right now. A play that we didn't get to, and shout out to Cam Troy, who tunes in every night. What's up, Cam Troy? Thanks for uh, tuning in. Um, a play that we didn't get to. I, I brought it up briefly on the TV show on Game Time Decisions today on the TV and radio. Check us out, 6 o'clock Eastern, Sirius XM, Channel 159, Sports Grid Radio Networks and Television Networks and more. All your uh, digital video platforms, networks, and apps, including Amazon, um, including tomorrow. We'll be throwing it down live from the BetMGM Sportsbook, State Farm Stadium. Follow us on Twitter, at SportsRage, for more picks. We'll see you tomorrow. Other than that, you're on your own. Later. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.